This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine people that support us through Patreon.com backslash Red Bull Rant. Head on over there to support us and get exclusive content when we fucking feel like it. We want to send a special thanks to Chris Adamick, the Mave, Mave Dartina, as Pierre, Eddie Delecto, and Jeremiah Dempster. As always, thanks, guys. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the Shield of the Varens. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Truman, and one thing that might be ending is the Red Bull season, because this is episode 443, a series of calamitous events. <laughs> what a roller coaster we just went on, everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry for not being here in, like, two weeks, but you know what? This, this, we didn't want to talk about this team last week. And then shit happened last last week. Or sorry, two weeks ago, we didn't want to talk about this team because this team didn't have anything interesting. And then last week, we're like, yeah, fuck it, because we got other shit to do. <laughs> so we're back. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll probably blow through it because, like Truman said, this team is not making the playoffs this year. No. <laughs> All right. So let's quickly go through recaps. I know there's a bunch of tweets, or should be a bunch of tweets. Mm-hmm. Four games. New York City FC away, 0-0 draw. We officially win the Hudson River Derby for the year, so hooray. Um, Austin uh, at home, a 1-1 draw, because why the fuck not? Uh, DC in a tropical storm away, 5-3 victory, because... Because, <laughs> I mean, in a game that no one should have scored... Or even exactly. got any close to scoring. Everyone scored. Except for the exactly. Red Bulls. Oprah was handing out goals like they're going out of style. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, we followed that up with a one nothing loss at home to Chicago. Because why not? So do you have any uh, tweets to read us? I, I want to go to the beginning and the end. Uh, the middle, there's not much to talk about there. Uh, yeah, screw the, uh, begin- screw the middle. I'll cover, one. I think, one of the tweets from D.C. But, I mean... If if we go all the way back to that fucking terrible game against NYCFC, like a disgrace to football, the complete opposite of the beautiful game. Awful. I mean, just memes of terribleness. Um, who was it here that said, uh, I, uh, Justin says this, it says, I picked a good match to be on an airplane for. Uh, Mike D said, just literally Z's. Um, at Metro Ultra said, 10 hours later, I still have no thoughts about this. Uh, Steven Santos, that just sums up both teams. Boring, dull, and can't score. What a year for both New York teams in the MLS. Fuck my life, this season can't end already. Of course, then we have football season, which also pretty much blows. Uh, Ruchesco is just sending us to Jurassic Park, me with a giant pile of shit. Um, Adam from Earth just <laughs> posting, me saying, what's the point? Uh, Will Pegg at 
Maresca tracker said, for a moment, I thought this was going to be like the DC game where we were crap. The other team was crapperer, and a little bit of quality was enough to win at the end. Unfortunately, but both teams were just crapperer today. Fucking amen to that. Uh, the one one draw, which was fucking awful. Uh, our friend Anthony, great point. I'll put, I will say, uh, Lakinius needs to stop diving. It's pathetic. It fucking drives me crazy too. Uh, second time this year that VAR had the center ref look at the call, then the ref changed nothing. Fans chant a refuse sucks, spot on. I really lost my shit when Duncan was wasting time changing the ball on a throw in during extra time. That was ridiculous. Um, Richesco, I don't even remember Vince, that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was so dumb. That was the Austin awesome so game? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Richesco saying Van Zier's shot was going wide. Her title looked keen. Now convinced Brooks only at RBNY because someone at Red Bull Global remembered seeing him play against Salzburg in Austria. He's cooked. Um, let's get, I mean, let's get to the big one. I'm going to just scroll up here. So give me a second. Um, they get that big win. Our friend Steven Santos was at the Penn State game. Missed it. Uh, Ruchesco did say hilarious box score. Benteke Hattrick versus Omir Nealis. MK1 in the fullbacks. Uh, the Red Bull season in a nutshell. Now. Let's now we're caught up talking about last night. Anthony, where to begin? The match was over with the second yellow card. I also think the ref lost control of the match. And Cal Duncan once again got picky about the ball on the throw in when they needed to win. So much fans want to see change. I just don't see it happening. Uh, Michael uh, Schmeiser said if they can't get three points at home against Chicago with 14 shots in the first half, when do they get points? When do they want to get points? Apparently never. Um, Right here at poster 339 said, brutal. Glad I haven't paid for the package. Brutal. Uh, Will, this is Will Smith Sock, Sock, Sock A1 said, I regret buying season tickets this season. What a waste of my time and your money, especially for that game. Uh, at Drewski Doodle said, this team just loves to do as much as they can to sniff a win but not get it. Steven Tance is again just saying, we suck. Tonino M, nothing will change. Get to know these New York Red Bull two players because they're going to be in our starting lineup in 2024. Um, and then TNV underscore opinion said, golden opportunity to save the season wasted. Please end it now. Please fire someone in the front office. Please hold accountability. Woof. There is a lot to talk about. <clears throat> a lot. It's this team is. Embarrassing. Uh, I think my 100% biggest gripe is that you're coming off a completely insane game, beating DC in their building, scoring five goals, and then that fucking game happens against Chicago where they had a half dozen amazing opportunities to score. They can't. What happens? Chicago gets one opportunity on the free kick and fucking scores, and that's all it takes for this team to lose. On a bad second yellow, a fucking terrible decision, and it fucking cost them, I think, any real decent. I don't care if they're still in it. This is any real good shot at the playoffs. They're fucking out. They're not making it. And they don't deserve to. So I was at a wedding Saturday night. So I didn't watch this live. I asked my wife to say to tell me if it was worth watching. <laughs> she said no. I'm glad I watched the seven minutes of highlights because that's all I needed to see. It was chance after chance with the Red Bulls. Once again, not making not making it to the back of the net. Well, they did. Fair, it was disallowed <laughs> on, a, on, okay. a, on a foul in the box. Okay. They see, they didn't, the they did not show that one in the highlights. So well, that was Tolkien. Tolkien scored, but they called a foul. Um, 
just before he shot it, so the goal was taken away. Okay, I did not know about that. And in fairness, it looked like Chicago's keeper was sort of standing on his head for parts he of that was. first half. It's a bunch of great so. saves. Uh, Barlow had a fucking amazing shot, a header. Maybe one of the greatest chances he's ever had in his entire career, and that was saved. So they just they had a dozen chances in that first half. And you just keep oh. a shitty team in a game. That's all they did was keep a shitty team in the game. Yeah. Awful. I'm sorry so. for every, anyone who went to that game. And thankfully, not many of you did. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. I'm just glad I saved myself 90. I guess another 83 minutes having to sit through that shit. So. Yeah. So. We're sitting here with three matches left for the Red Bulls. And we're going to talk about two of them tonight because of. Um, well, let me open up the schedule. schedule. So we got. Congestion. Yeah. So there's three games coming up for the Red Bulls. First one is going to be Wednesday against Cincinnati, who just clinched their supporter shield. Yeah, I'm sure they'll take the night off. I'm um, sure. Uh, then they <coughs> will get. Last in the East Toronto, who's fine for that wooden spoon. And then uh, Nashville. Didn't we play Nashville in the last game of the year last season as well? well I can't recall. It's possible. I, I feel like we beat them at the end of last year to try to get into the playoffs. I could be wrong. But <clears throat> currently, Red Bulls, and I honestly, I have no fucking clue how it's possible. We sit three points out of a playoff spot. Going from eighth right now, which is New York City, to 14th, which is Charlotte. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, wait, one, two, four, six, seven teams that are separated by five points for two playoff spots. Good God almighty. Miami and Charlotte have mathematically the best shot because each of them have a game or at 30 games. Um. Us, Chicago, Montreal at 31, D.C. and New York are at 32. So, realistically, the best shots go to Miami and Charlotte. Clearly, we're not making the playoffs. I know mathematically we're not out, but we are not making the fucking playoffs this year. No. Not the way this team plays. There's no, no. There's not a fucking chance in hell. No. This team's not going to go on a hot streak all of a sudden and win, win a couple games and get in, sneak in there. And even if they did, it's just going to be a first-round exit anyway. Right, so it's who not, really cares? Yeah, we might as well just lose and then rebuild. Right. Instead of having like, rebuild oh, we made this the, team. We made, well, rebuild, but having the, the mantra of, hey, we made the playoffs, so something is working. Let's just continue and, and find better players because clearly that's not what's actually happening here. So we'll, we'll get to the games, the upcoming games in a minute. It's just, you know, I don't know what it is about this specific team. I really don't. But it's like they can't – it's like any time there's any sort of momentum, they must shoot themselves in the foot. They do it every time. We've we've talked about it for like the past two months, I think. And yeah. we, we, even, we predicted it, that this team will show the sign that, hey, oh, wow, what a great game. They might turn around, and then they immediately just blow any chance of, of getting really back in the playoff picture. They, immediately. There, there was a graph that I had seen. I thought about this. Um, let's see if I can find the post. It was, the post was from a while ago. Uh, I think I just found it. It was through 20 weeks of the season. And if you look at it, right, it was tracking where each team was 
in terms of position in their respective conference. As of week 20 in the Eastern Conference, I believe, yeah, as of week 20 in the Eastern Conference, the Red Bulls were the only team to have not been in a playoff position at any point in the season. And that continued. So we are now at week 31 of the Red Bull season, and we have not ever finished a match in a playoff position. So they're going to the get best we've done is 10. Not get in the playoffs. Fucking last place Toronto spent at least four, five different match weeks in a playoff position. Granted, it was early in the year, but still. Right. Miami, pre-Messi, started off the season number two in the Eastern Conference. The only team in this graph, and I haven't looked at, at <coughs> the, the runner form since, but the only other team in the league that was in the same position as us was fucking Colorado, who like just fired their coach, I think, like a week or like a, few, a month, and sometime in the last month. Like, wow. I honestly don't know how we're still in a position for a playoff spot where we have been like a fucking dumpster fire this year. It's a weak-ass conference. A weak-ass conference that has the fucking supporter shield winner in it. Yep. I mean, if you look at the, the standings, there's a seven-point gap from number seven to number eight. And looking at the Western Conference right now, there's a six-point gap between number nine and number 13. Like, there's, I mean, there's, they still have a shot, but number nine in the West is at 41 points. This fucking conference is at 37. Like, how do we not at least have one week where we're in a playoff spot? It makes no sense. Uh, it makes sense when you've watched this team play week in and week out. They don't deserve. They're not a playoff team. They win these random games here and there, which every bad team's going to win a few <clears throat> random games. Um, but they've just lost and drew way more than they should have. Performances at home, fucking weak. Weak-ass performances at home. That'll that'll do you in every time. I mean, the loss to Chicago is the perfect example of playoff teams. Those the games playoff teams don't lose. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I'm okay with the season ending in at the end of October. Yeah. The, the Red Bulls were like the one team I can count on to at least give me some modicum of hope over the last god knows how many years. The Jets haven't made the playoffs in the NFL since 2010. Everton's been on a, on a downward slide the last few years, and we're middling table anyway before that. I mean, hell, Everton lost to Luton Town and scored more goals than the Red Bulls did against Chicago. Ugh. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't get, I don't know what this team needs. I mean, maybe I, I think, honestly, a complete overhaul, front office, the coaching staff, the players, everybody, I know it's impossible to do. But I feel like that's like we need a fucking new identity. Like whatever they this identity is, it's not money. right. And they won't. They need to spend money on good players. You don't need Lionel Messi, but you need good players with a track record of playing well, not a track record of playing well in Division Three somewhere in Europe. That's that's the biggest problem of the haves and the have-nots. The haves go out and get good players, and it's proven to win them championships. Ask Atlanta, ask LAFC, ask the Galaxy. 
all those teams go out and they get quality players and they fucking win titles. Hell, since he turned it around with quality players. Yep. So it's really as easy as that. Because, again, with dynamic scoring players, the way the defense and the way the goalie plays, it's a playoff team. But they won't fucking invest money in actual legitimate players. This sounds like it's the fucking New York Jets. We have a, a top-tier defense, but our offense is fucking horseshit because we don't have the right player to, to score goals. Yeah. Lequeen, yes. Dribbles <clears throat> in the traffic and falls over, takes a dive. That's, that's what he does and hopes for a foul. And he's shown flashes of brilliance too, but just it's not enough. Flashes, flashes of brilliance doesn't win championships. Consistent uh, signs of brilliance does. And I just don't, I don't expect anything next year. I just don't. Because they've shown you nothing to give you any hope that they'll actually go out and invest in this team. They'll invest in the stadium. Great stadium, great selection of food. The, the place is great. Great place to watch a game, et cetera, et cetera. They do a ton of stuff for the fans, but you know what? The fans will give all that up to have a fucking actual title contending team out there. Because the, the fans will actually show up if that is in place. Correct. You can have all the amazing amenities all you want, but they won't be there if your team sucks. All right, we're ready to move on to prediction. Ah, yeah. By the way, Red Bull's not broke. They can actually spend money. Just that's that's what I'll close it on. It's fucking embarrassing. All right. So the prediction standings. Uh, Truman gained three points over the last four weeks. He called New York City or the New York City match exactly right. Uh, I gained one point with calling a draw for New York City. So that puts our standings at 25 points for Truman, 19 for me. So he has a six-point lead going into the last three matches. Woo! <clears throat> almost. Almost have a clinch, but not quite yet. <clears throat> All right. So first game up for the Red Bulls in this week is going to be Cincinnati. <coughs> uh, let me double-check. I said I put away, but I don't remember if that's correct. On the road. Is okay. Yeah. Well, we only have oh, sorry, we only have one home game left, so that makes sense. Uh, Cincinnati on the road. Uh, Wednesday, October 4th, 7.30 p.m. Since he just coming off of clinching their uh, supporter shield for this year, uh, their record is 19 wins, 8 draws, 4 losses, plus 18 goal difference, 65 points. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so Truman, what you, you have to go first because you're the, the leader right now. What do you think is going to happen in Cincinnati? End the pain. End the pain. 2 nothing loss. Uh, you can finally put this team to bed so no one has to show up to see them play fucking Toronto at home. So they're going to end the misery now. Uh, they're not winning. They're not probably not scoring. They fucking look inept, and they're playing this the Sporter Shield team. Plain and simple. You know, I was gonna I was gonna say two one loss because I felt like we we get that one goal to give us a little bit of hope, but I don't think it's happening. <clears throat> I think we're gonna get beat worse than two nothing. Fair. And I I think it's going to be a three nothing loss. Like we're just that bad. I mean, look what happened to us in Philadelphia as soon as we got behind. I feel like there's another fucking red card coming somewhere just to put the dagger in a little bit more. And 
because I'm behind in points, I'm using for the first time ever in Red Bull Rand history, True Believer. I don't even know what it means anymore. Because we talked about it like we talked about it week one. Yeah. So so the true believer, and I had to double check. So this is basically double or nothing for me. If I get this exactly right, I get six points. If any part of this is wrong, I get zero. Woo! So I don't even get a point for a win, if it, or a point for a loss if that happens this week. And the All only right. reason I'm calling that is because I'm six points behind with three games left to go. I have to do it. I mean, this is exactly why we put it in for just the two of us to, <laughs> to keep this interesting. <laughs> so I'm calling my shot on that one. All right. Uh, the second game for the Red Bulls is on uh, Saturday, October 7th, 7.30 p.m. They will host uh, Toronto FC, who currently are the worst team in not only the Eastern Conference, but Major League Soccer. Uh, Toronto comes into the weekend or finishes the weekend with a 4-10-17 and 17 record, minus 25 goal difference. And if I remember correctly, they are the team that Cincinnati just beat for the Border Shield. So <clears throat> most likely they also have a match coming up midweek. So yeah, maybe a little bit of luck. What do you think is going to happen? So first off, I think the question is, is this going to be a meaningless game for us? Yes. It already is for Toronto because they, they are eliminated. But is it going to be a meaningless game for us on Wednesday? Yes. <laughs> okay. And then what do you think is going to happen? Uh, they win two to one because it's a meaningless game and means absolutely fucking nothing. Uh, they will be buried. And of course, Toronto sucks. Um, they'll somehow win this game two to one. So I don't know what the. Well, let me look real quick at the schedule. Let me see who else is playing midweek. Um, when is October 4th? So, yeah, pretty much everybody's playing. If things fall just right, we're dead. We're, we're definitely not making any room up. I think, and, and by the way, prediction, predictions for Saturday are subject to change because it's two games out. Um, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go with like a fucking barnstorming 5-4 victory because. <laughs> <laughs> who the Is that going to be a monsoon? Sure, why not? But I mean, like, it, it's just, uh, of, uh, you're right. Like, it's going to be like the game where we're officially eliminated, so it doesn't really matter. And then all of a sudden, we fucking show up against a team that is worse than us. And traditionally, we have not played those games great, which is not a good thing. Yeah. But it'll be one of those things like, hey, you know what we're at? Well, we're going to make sure Toronto gets the fucking wooden spoons. So we're going to go all out and just destroy them. So, again. Those are subject to change. I don't think we're actually going to change it, but I'm just putting the caveat there. All right. Uh, let's turn to a, a Red Bulls team that is actually doing something. That is New York Red Bulls 2. Uh, they are currently in the middle of, <clears throat> sorry, the MLS Next Pro uh, playoffs. They had their first match against Chicago, which they won four to one. Oh my god, four goals. I know. Imagine that. Uh 
Next up, let me see when the match is. Uh, next up, the Red Bulls will play. Okay, great job, MLS Next Pro website. Forgive me, no schedule till like November. Um, the Red Bulls will play. Ah, oh shit. Of course, even the playoff thing's not updated. Uh, they will play the Columbus Crew's second team. I don't know when the game is. We'll see. Two live. Two. They're playing two live crew. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm not sure when they're playing, but that's their next matchup. Uh, so there's a Red Bulls team that has made the playoffs and won a playoff game. Hmm. I wonder what that's like. So I don't know who it was. That, I forget who it was that said something about watching Red Bulls 2 next year. But you know what? If this is the kind of performance we get, then sign me up. Right. I'll take I'll take Red Bulls 2 pulling this stuff in, in MLS. Until they send them all to Europe. Well, that's going to happen regardless. So uh, next up is Gotham FC. Um, trying to remember when we recorded last. So I think if we missed a few weeks. Uh, so... Their last two matches, they won 2-0 against the Washington Spirit at home. Then they lost, unfortunately, 2-0 at home to Houston Dash. They have two matches remaining. The next one is on Saturday the 7th at 5 p.m. where they will travel to take on the Portland Thorns. They are currently third in the NWSL with a record of 8-6-6, plus two goal difference, 30 points. Uh, Right now... Number six in the NWSL, which is the, the cutoff of the playoffs, sits with 28 points. That's LL Reign. And number seven is the Houston Dash at 26 points. So realistically, it looks like the Gotham FC is making the playoffs, which is great news for them because they've had a rough few years. Yeah. And those players and fans deserve to see some playoff soccer. People that go to Red Bull Arena deserve to see playoff soccer. It's a novel concept. <laughs> All right, uh, with that, it is time for the F1 update. And box now, box, box now, box for hard. Stay out, stay out, stay out. Fuck, fuck! Why not the proper Love it. Uh, so, hey, Red Bull won a Constructors' Championship, so that's cool. <laughs> so uh, we, the last time we recorded was before Singapore, by the way. Yep, yep. Well, they, I mean, they went to uh, Singapore, sucked. Um. But then Max dominated in Japan, as always. They win the Constructors' Championship. And if, if they're in Qatar this weekend, if Max wins the sprint, he clinches the Drivers' Championship. It's so great. He, he, can clinch the race. The he can clinch it on the sprint, uh, which I don't know how often that ever happens. Um, but, hey, again, you want to watch winning Red Bull action. There it is. There's your other chance because it's not going to be on the soccer field. It'll be on. Uh, it'll be in Cutter, unfortunately. But there you go. And and they won the constructors' championship with Sergio Perez having to do not finish. Yeah. Yep. Because Max dominates. Max took Singapore personally. He was like, "Fuck this shit. I'm never losing again." <laughs> he was. He was pissed off. Uh, man, it's it's nice seeing Red Bull actually win something. Although, look right. at what happens when you spend money. Yeah, exactly right. They invest in it. <laughs> so the, for the anybody in the U.S., there's still two races or in the U.S. There's Austin in, I think, late October. And then November is going to be uh, the new one in Las Vegas, which apparently 
the F or F one has been making things ridiculous for the hotels in Vegas. Like they're forcing them to basically block views of the strip during the race. If you have a hotel room, uh, wow. the bridges, the bridges that go over the strip the, the, for the walkways, they're going to block mm-hmm. those off too. So you can't catch a view by accident. It's uh, apparently not going over well. That's insane. In Vegas. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I understand wanting to get ticket money and all that stuff, but come on. Right. Well, people just figured it's a, a cheaper way to try to see a race is going right. Book in one of the hotels. Yeah. It's like, uh, what is it? Wrigley Field. They like built up the bleachers across the street. Yep. Yeah. It's this way they would get the money from it. Yep. Yeah, because originally those bars were doing it. They were charging, and the the Cubs got pissed. Yeah. So now the Cubs get a cut of all those tickets sold. They're the worst seats in baseball, from what everybody says. You just go there for the experience. You do not go there to watch a baseball game. You're, and you're not even. And you're not even in the stadium. Right, How is that even in the, the stadium. You're across the street. So if if I, I imagine if you live in Chicago and you've been to Cubs games and it's like, hey, we're gonna do this for fun and just kind of hang out and the game's going on. I get it then, but. Aside from that, Wolf, yeah, I heard there's I guess I guess you can claim you went to the game and not have to deal with the stadium experience of lines and shit. Right. But still, I wouldn't. It's like, <clears throat> if I ever make it to Wrigley, I'm not sitting there. I'm sitting in the fucking no. stadium. <clears throat> All right. Uh, with that, it's time for the dumping grounds. I'm the trash man. Uh, so we should we call this God Still Hates New York Sports? Yes. Segment? Yes. Because they do. Uh, so I'm currently watching one of the teams uh, that currently is is struggling, but maybe wins tonight. Maybe. You know what a team maybe should have won last night. Yes, or at least had a chance to win a game. At least, at least had the opportunity, which they weren't even given because of some of the worst fucking penalties I've ever seen called or not called. So. The Jets are have not been doing well since Zach or, or um not Zach. Well I guess yeah, since Zach Wilson to take over for Aaron Rodgers. Uh we are now one and three after losing by three points to Patrick Mahomes. <clears throat> um well, I should say Patrick Mahomes and the refs, because the game last night was just ridiculous. That was the Jets fought back from a seventeen point deficit, tied the game. And on the last offensive drive for the for the Chiefs, you got multiple offensive holds not called, a phantom holding on Sauce Gardner. It's just ridiculous that that drive was allowed to continue the way it did. Um, honestly, when Patrick Mahomes, and I get why he did it, why he slid at the first down marker to run the clock out. But when he popped up and he put his arms out, I for a split second, I kind of wish somebody had ran and popped him one for I that. I saw the same thing. And I like Pat Mahomes. I saw the same exact thing. I wish someone would have leveled that dude. It's like you needed the ref's fucking help to save you on a third interception. You're going to fucking celebrate like you're the best quarterback in the league. Come on. Uh, he probably is the best quarterback in the league. But aside, yeah, but aside that's not the moment you celebrate. <laughs> no. You celebrate no, when, when right. you win the fucking Super Bowl. Correct. You need the refs' help to to beat the Jets last night. Come on. Yeah. You, when you're up seventeen nothing, by the way, in the first quarter. Zach fucking Wilson had a better QB rating last night by like twenty points. Yeah. 
you're going to pop up and, and be like, oh, I'm the best ever. Come on. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, the, the, the fucking refs are ridiculous. We already got one apology letter for the, the holding call against Dallas. I can only wait to see how long it takes for the next apology letter to show up saying that oh, yeah. the sauce gardener call should not have been made or there was a phantom hold that shouldn't have been made. Or hold that should have been called blatant, blatant holding penalty. Yeah. You know, that was all. I wish, I just wish, I wish they, they could have had a chance. Just had the ball. They deserve the chance. They can go back inside of the game. And that was it. All, all I would ask, even if they fucked it up, then I get it. They would have fucked it up. But I mean, they got screwed so many times on the last drive. And the worst part is um, Zach Wilson turns the ball over. You know, they did everything they could to get the ball back for him. Everything. They earned it. They earned it. Yep. And they got taken yep. away. Yep. And you know me. You know me. I never, I'm not the ref basher that you are, but they deserve to get bashed. Des- well deserved. The fact that Robert Sala did not go nuts is is a testament to that man. <laughs> well, he. He was nuts on the field, but after the, po- the post game, he was well behaved. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't getting that fine. That's what it was. Right. He's like, I'm. I'm going to take my. At, at least I give him credit, right? He's like, I'm going to get my words in, and I'm going to make sure it's in such a way that it doesn't cost my team. I'm going to get on this. I'm going to. I'm going to. You know, the Chiefs have already gotten it. It doesn't matter what I do at this point because I can't stop the clock. Let me come in. Let me just bash the rest. I'll get my quote 15 yard penalty and be done with it. Honestly, I so I do not know if Zach Wilson, if that was his turning point. I really hope it is. If it is his turning point, I hope the Jets go out in Denver next week and use Denver and say, we're not fucking around anymore. We're here. And, t- and try to turn stuff around. Like, yeah. I hope they honestly bury Russell Wilson in that game. Not saying injured, just bury, just like right. make it so fucking difficult he can't do a single thing. Right. I want I want to take Sean Payton's preseason words and stuff it back in his fucking mouth. Like that's how pissed I am at the refs that I'm hoping we take it out on Denver. Well, they better. I, I <laughs> miss now the craziest play just happened in the Giants game, and I don't. Uh, yeah. What the hell? I'm I'm watching. I turned it on. He was down. Like they, I didn't. I'm not listening. But didn't they say he was down? Okay, so for those of you who, because clearly you're not watching this game live with us, and I don't know who the player is, but the running back for Seattle looked like he was down, and everybody stopped. He got up and kept running, and then stopped again, and then kept running, and all of a sudden the camera's on him. It's like, oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe we should follow this play. And from this replay, it just should have looked like his ass clearly touched the ground. Well, his elbow's down, so I think that's down. Weird. Well, anyway. <laughs> anyway, talking about, ref- talk about the referees. I know. Here we go. Back. We're back to the refs. <laughs> we're back to the referees. Here we go. Oh yeah, his elbow is definitely down. Oh god. Oh, under review. You think it's under review? It better be. Um, man, talk talk about the Sunday Monday night combo at, at MetLife. Yeah. All right. So, is there anything else you want to talk about in dumping grounds? Oh God, no. Oh, just one one quick thing. I'm just going to say it real quick. Um, I just an AEW, and I'm very happy about that. That's it. Now we can move on. 
I'm sorry, Adam Copeland is in AEW. Cause I was going to say, he's not, he's not Edge. Adam Although Copeland. they, how did they get away with his theme song? Is that, uh, is that w- not w- a WWE thing? WD, it's not their song. They don't own the rights. It's Altered Bridges song. Um, Adam Copeland talked about it in the media scrum that, that WD never, ever bought the rights to that song. Probably never think that they would have to. So the band's always on the rights. And Adam said he wasn't going to go anywhere without it. So there you go. Oh, they did call him the rated R superstar, so I'm sure that's going to go over well. No, I mean, that's just a term. I, I mean, they probably never copyrighted it, or or Adam Copeland did. That's I really hope Copeland edge. did. He's, edge. He's, always, he's always edged to me. That's going to be tough. I, I hope the person is the one that trademarked that rated R superstar stuff, because it's ridiculous how WWE gets so much control over the, that those creative thing, decisions. Uh, I cannot hear you right now, Truman. Nope, you're still on me. <laughs> Where, where's the tech problem song when I need it? Hold on, let me bring it up. Well, Truman's figuring out his audio real quick. How about now? Yeah, now you're back. I don't know. I just <laughs> I just did the old unplug plug. So there you go. I don't know. Do you ever hear of the British show uh, the IT Crowd? Yep. Famous line: Have you tried turning off and on again? It's literally like first thing about computers: you always try restarting and see if it fixes it. If it doesn't, That's then right. you troubleshoot. That's right. <laughs> All right, so let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash rant. $1 a month to get you exclusive content. <clears throat> Pretty much anything we decide to do because our monthly wrap-ups, it's not been happening. Email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, leave us a voicemail, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant. Twitter, at redbullrant for the show, at Dr. Stoops for myself, at the Truman for Truman. Supposedly... Elon says he's going to start charging for basic Twitter usage at some point. Don't know what's going on. May eventually actually leave. Uh, Instagram and threads, if you want to try following us there, it's Red Bull Rant as well. Um, You can uh, subscribe to us via iTunes, YouTube Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Well, I hope the Giants win a football game because the Red Bulls are not going to win anything. Uh, so now until the end of the year, when I say win, I mean, win New York football teams. Yes, please. Oh, there you go. You got a sack. Yeah. All right. So for Truman and myself, this has been episode 443 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always go Red Bulls. Later skaters. <laughs> <laughs>